Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. This edition of Hanging with Harley. Harley Schlanger is with us. He does not need any introductions at this point. But if you need to know who he is, go over to the LaRoucheOrganization.com, the LaRoucheOrganization.com, as well as the SchillerInstitute.com, where they not only are taking the fight to these psychopathic globalists, and they are not only champions on the forefront of the multipolar world, but they offer wonderful symposiums that you can get involved in. Just simply go to the SchillerInstitute.com and sign up utilizing your email. And they will contact you when they have their next symposium. Amazing, amazing uh, programs and events they put together month after month, year after year. And with that being said, Harley, how are you, sir? Busy, really busy. <laughs> I did uh, two interviews today, on one on oh, wow. Pakistani television and one on Algerian television. Wow, amazing. I, I can confirm that the realignment is underway. The, at the Pakistani TV, they, they wanted to discuss how India is so bad. And I said, look, forget that. India can be your ally if, if you want to avoid what's being done with Ukraine. Yeah. And immediately the, there was an air marshal, former head of the Air Force in Pakistan, who said, yes, this fight with India, I think it's time to leave it behind. That's the old British geopolitics. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, hardly on Algerian television. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you, no, you cut out. But go ahead. On Algerian television, they all they wanted to hear about is, well, why is Germany going along with this? Have they not realized that Putin said that they might provide this to Ukraine that Ukraine uses to hit targets in Germany? And that's what Putin said. Putin gave a speech uh, just two days ago where he said. I have it right here. Let me see if I can find it quickly. Uh, He said, if anyone intends to intervene from the outside and create a strategic threat to Russia that is unacceptable to us, they should know that our retaliatory strikes will be lightning fast. We have the tools we need for this, the likes of which no one else can claim at this point. We will not just brag. We will use them if necessary. And I want everyone to know this. We have made all the decisions on this matter. Now, that ought to wake people up. But you know what? I don't think people are hearing it. No, especially in the West. The West, as you said in your article. I'm sorry? I said especially in the West, they're not hearing it. They're hearing it in in India, in uh, South Africa. They're hearing it all over the world. But they're, they're not getting it in the West. But Harley... I thought the world is unified around the West against Russia, and I thought Putin is evil and Russia's isolated, and they're 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 having a rough time in in Ukraine. They're going to lose the war, Harley. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the story you get from people who have never been in warfare and don't know what's going on, or people that have graduated from the Tony Blinken School of Diplomacy. <laughs> Yeah, and they they wear their toilet paper proudly on their wounds. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, here's uh, just to give you a couple of quotes of what's going on from the British side. Uh, I think people probably know there was this Rammstein Air Base Summit uh, sponsored by the general from Raytheon, uh, Lloyd Austin. Oh, God. They pressured every country to provide more weapons, and the Germans finally gave in. Uh, the Germans agreed to provide these Gephardt anti-aircraft tanks mm -hmm. to Ukraine. Now, the interesting thing is these are old Soviet-era tanks that are going to have to be upgraded. So it's going to be three months or so before they're upgraded. Yep. But I, I was joking with someone, maybe this is the German economic program to provide some jobs that are going to be lost in all these other sectors because of lack of energy. And the person said, that's not funny. That's actually true. Hmm. And G Germany is running out of ammunition to provide. Uh, the U.S. is running short of Stinger missiles. So, And then Biden just announced another $33 billion of aid to Ukraine. Now, I think some of that, because some of it's called humanitarian aid, I think that's the part that's slated to go directly to the banks to cover the shortfall that Ukraine has on its foreign debt. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, here are a couple of quotes. I just want to read these because most of this is not getting out in the uh, Western media. But the United Kingdom Armed Forces Minister named James Heapy, who's got a heap of something but he declared that it is quote completely legitimate for ukrainian forces to use weapons provided by britain to fire at targets inside russia then there's a character named tobias elwood who chairs the defense select committee in the uk parliament and he called uh, get this talk about being tone deaf he called for creating a quote coalition of the willing unquote and he said the British should be the vanguard, and he wants to expose how the U.S. is very, very hesitant to lead. And he added that they're going to set up a naval intervention in the Black Sea to protect Odessa. Now, are the British going to do that, or are they going to put Ukrainian sailors in the firing line? Now, finally, this is really extraordinary. Liz Truss, the would-be Iron Lady, the models herself after Margaret Thatcher, the <laughs> foreign secretary, she delivered the April 27th address to the London Lord Mayor's Easter banquet. Uh -huh. yeah. <clears throat> Easter is supposed to be a time of peace, no? The right. title of her presentation was The Return to Geopolitics, which means for the British, splitting Germany from Russia. And she said, the British intend to use the war in Ukraine to, quote, reboot, recast, and remodel the international security and economic architecture. This is the new global Britain. And what she said is that this will be a network of liberty. Now, listen to this quote. She said that she's proud to say that the British were training and arming Ukrainian troops, quote, long before the war started, unquote. And now they intend to prepare for dealing with China, not later, but now. We now need a new approach, one that melds hard security and economic security. The geopolitics is back. And then clearly she was on something because she just kept going. She said, the war in Ukraine is our war. Ukraine's victory is a strategic imperative, but we need to go further. 
This has to be a catalyst for wider change. We must apply this tough stance to the threats that are emerging beyond Ukraine. So there you have the Brits who are pushing this. Now, one of the things that's being spoken about among insiders around Putin is that Britain may be the first foreign country besides Ukraine that's targeted with these new Russian hypersonic weapons if they insist on providing these uh, not just call to arms, but actually delivering the arms. You know, Boris Johnson, who's in big trouble on a, for a lot of reasons, uh, was just in India trying to persuade the Indian government that they should not buy oil and gas from Russia. And the Indian foreign minister said, well, we have a policy, which is that we're going to take care of India first, and, and we don't accept the British imperative as our policy. Yeah. Harley, there? Did we lose yeah. him? Yeah, oh. I'm here. Okay, so we lost so, for a second. Yeah, so the, the, the Indians are clear on this. Uh, the South African government is talking about uh, ramping up gold production uh, to back up the ruble, uh, the idea of a ruble-backed gold currency, which the South Africans are, are willing to in, use in their trade policy. Uh, even Brazil, Bolsonaro, said that he's very interested in what Putin is doing with the uh, oil-backed and gold-backed currency. And meanwhile, you have I mean, such hypocrisy in the European Union. They're saying, oh, we're not going to buy Russian and oil and gas. And so then what are they doing? They're having the Germans and the, I think it's the Greeks, are supposed to provide Russian oil and gas to Poland and Bulgaria which just were denied any more Russian gas because they won't pay in rubles. So, you know, this, this whole thing is exposing the paper tiger of the West. And meanwhile, what uh, the man from Raytheon, Lloyd Austin, did with this Rammstein Air Base event was went there as a salesman for U.S. military industrial complex because the Europeans can't produce enough weapons. So the, the U.S. is taking orders. Yeah. And Ukraine can't pay for it. This is just going to add to Ukraine's unpayable debt. Meanwhile, Sri Lanka is heading into default. Uh, Pakistan may be heading into default. There are three or four other countries that are, are facing uh, a, a very difficult moment right now. And yet... Biden's out there saying 33 billion more for Ukraine. This is the minimum that we can do for liberty and freedom and sovereignty, as if sovereignty of other countries is actually even on the agenda for the uh, Biden crowd or the, the British or even the European Union and NATO. Yeah, it's amazing to me. It's like, you know, why come up with the number 33, you know, in the 33 billion? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, the, the, the psych. Exactly. You know, it, it's these 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 morons, these Western morons who are in their isolated echo chambers called secret societies, the, 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 which are so irrelevant, so obsolete and of very little influence outside of the Western world. These morons just can't help themselves. Thirty three billion. It has to be thirty three billion. Why don't they just give out six hundred and sixty six billion dollars, Harley? Just cut to the chase. <laughs> Well, you know, v, they've already pledged 6.7 billion, so I think 33 takes it up to almost 40 billion. 
Ah. I, I think that's partly the rationale for it. Ah. But you know, it, there, there is no rationale for it. it. It's a war policy to bleed Russia. And why are they trying to bleed Russia? Because they don't want Russia and China to proceed with a Eurasian interconnection. Too late. That, that would go with Europe. And yeah. I can tell you, in Germany, the, the parliament, the Bundestag voted 500 to 100 in favor of the arms deals. But a lot of the people who voted for it were saying, this is as far as we're going to go. We can't go further. Uh, and you have people in, in Germany who are starting to face the reality that they're not going to be able to afford gasoline for transportation. They're not going to be able to afford heating their homes or cooling their homes. And they're starting to raise their eyebrows about how did we end up with this government? Yep. And the Greens are just doubling down. They're saying this is the perfect opportunity to wean ourselves from oil and gas. The idiots. So, to what? Well, it's... It, it, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to wean themselves like from manure? Jonathan Swift's Gulliver's Travels. Yeah. Gonna try We're going to wean ourselves off beans. oil and gas. They're going to extract some beans from cucumbers. <laughs> that's what the way they did in Gulliver's Travels. That's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to We're going to harness the power of the sun by utilizing seeds from cucumbers. That's right. And Holly, here's the funny thing. This this has just been reported right now just a few hours ago. Uh CDC has confirmed the first case of bird flu in a Colorado man. There you go. Here we go. <laughs> well, then it says, but the public health risk assessment rate remains low. That's because they haven't had a chance to build up the public health risk so far. Yep, exactly. You know, they're, they're working tirelessly. I mean, the CDC is like, hey, here's another thing that we as a bloated bureaucracy could waste a great deal of taxpayer money on and show the country how relevant we are. Ugh. Well, the someone in the uh, uh, your audience asks about splitting up Ukraine. This yeah, I heard already, about the yeah. Well, that's already a deal that's been worked out between Poland, Britain, and Ukraine. Correct. And they're they're. T I don't know if the Ukrainians are actually in on it, but they're being. No, they're not. <laughs> they're in for a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the Poles are historically going to get back uh, much of eastern Ukraine that they lost. Yeah. And they're they're going to occupy it. They'll probably create a little proxy state of their own. And uh, you know, Russia's going to take. You know, they're they're going to have their influence with Crimea and Donetsk and Donbas uh, and Lugansk, right? The the whole Donbas region. And then what do you have left? You're going to have this little sliver of land uh, from Kiev uh, on down. That's going to be what's left of Ukraine, and everything else is gone. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the other thing that I think is is worth calling people's attention to as a, a very serious crisis uh, is the agricultural crisis worldwide. Oh, it's huge. Because the commitment is there to cut back world food production dramatically. And, you know, this idea of artificial meat and crap like that, it, it's not going to sell, but they're, they're not going to be producing enough food to keep a population of the world alive. And I think the, the World Food Program head, David Beasley, the former governor of South Carolina, seems to be a relatively honest person. He's going around, he was trying to hit up countries to get money for uh, starvation aid for East Africa, for Yemen, for Afghanistan. No one's providing it. So he was trying to get Elon Musk and, and a few others to put money into it. And of course, what Musk does is 
supposedly put $44 billion out to uh, take over Twitter, but that's not his money. He didn't have to sell a single share of stock. He borrowed it all from Citibank, Bank of America, and others. Yeah. Uh, and the reason he didn't want to sell any stock to do that is he didn't want the stock to tank. Correct. Right. Exactly. And, and then you saw that Biden has now set up a department to counter disinformation by bringing in a disinformation expert. Oh, yeah. Have you seen her uh, latest uh, uh, her latest thing? Yeah, latest I, I sure thing. did. On, on Twitter? Yep. Oh, God help us, Harley. God well, help us all. You know, she's such an expert on disinformation. She was the person who was assigned the task of rounding up the 51 ex-intelligence agents who confirmed that the Hunter Biden laptop was, quote, Russian disinformation. Yeah. And, yep. and she herself said that the Hunter Biden laptop is a Trump campaign operation. And this is what we have. This is yeah. who we have working in "quote unquote" intelligence. Biden yeah. picks millennial Harry Potter obsessive to run DHS Ministry of Tooth, Truth. Well, <laughs> someone's making the right point on the, the notes here. Goebbels would be taking notes. Goebbels would be embarrassed that he couldn't come up with things like this. Yeah. Exactly correct. Exactly correct. There, I, I'm trying to find the video of her singing. Which is um, hilarious to say the least, Harley. She's it, us. It is. It's it's very terrible. <laughs> terrible. This is the person who's going to have the ability to SWAT team you, folks. That's who yeah. this person is. The ability to SWAT team you for talking. Well, she also said that if you get rid of censorship and allow free speech, it will make things worse. She said that last week in an interview with NPR. So she's not hiding anything. She's making it very straightforward that. If you don't go by the empire's rules, you will be shut down. Yeah. Now, here we go, Harley. I don't know if you can stomach this. Any dope with half a brain <laughs> can see that human behind has gone insane <laughs> to the point where I don't know. I'll stop right now. She's not only mentally insane and a psychopath, but she's also a pop culture nerd. And she's very woke, Harley, all of which is That's a culmination right. of, of absolute tyranny and dangerous. She has crazy eyes. You can look at her. She's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it God. fits in with this, this whole shift into woke culture. I mean, I, I, I think I reported this on Monday, but I may not have. That in Germany, one of the you have one woman after another being named defense minister, none of whom have ever served in the military, have no experience with the military. No, none. And they came up with a, an important plan, which is to expand the size of the openings to get into tanks so that pregnant women can serve as uh, operatives in tanks. Now, even the this was too much for the uh, German military. <laughs> This is unbelievable, man. It, it, you know, th th this is the world we're living in. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's a world that's not going to last much longer. Either it's going to blow the, the whole place up, or there will be a break away from the dollar system. And I think the big hope that we have to have is that 
the rest of the world, especially the former colonial nations, uh, the uh, non-aligned nations are looking at the West. And as the London Economist wrote, they see the West as self-centered and degenerate and collapsing. And that's why they're, they're interested in the potential of this Russia-China alliance to move to a financial system where currency is based on something real. And the Russians are saying they're going to back the ruble with physical product, timber, raw materials, strategic metals, grain, fertilizer, and gold. Right. And they're working on that with the Chinese. And this is where the ruble, uh, rupee transition or trans transaction system mm-hmm. is being set up. Uh, the Chinese are talking about with the Saudis paying for oil with the yuan. So, you know, I think those people who are despairing about this, the imbeciles who think they're on top are going to wake up to a real surprise, whether it's an Iskander missile in their bedroom or whether it's just going to be a collapse of the banking system. Uh, We'll see something happening soon. The important thing is that people who are listening to this and are agreeing with what we're saying have to go out and talk about it. We just did a video interview with Colonel Richard Black, the former yeah. head of the um, criminal war section or criminal war division of the uh, JAG Corps. And he presented the argument that what the U.S. is doing is a violation of international law. This was also backed up by Bruce Fine, who was a former top uh, Justice Department official uh, under the Reagan administration. And what they're saying is that these are the people who are promoting these sale and distribution of weapons are breaking international law and could be subject to litigation afterwards if they're not dealt with before. So I, I think the, the gross stepping across these red lines will have an impact and uh, a profound impact. And we just have to make sure we have enough people who know what real physical economy is so that we can rebuild the world from the mess these guys have given us. Yeah. It's going to be rebuilding our country in the, in the Western world, which, my God, there's so much systemic damage. I look Like Harley, you and I have talked about this millions of times, where when you gut industry from your country, you not only lose the ability to make the product that you once used to produce – but you lose all knowledge and know-how on how to do it. It's gone. I don't know. And then you couple that with the dumb, idiotic, low IQ, uneducated, or maleducated youth that proliferate in the American um, academic and, 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 and public school institutions. How, what are they going to do? Because they're not and learning anything useful. Damaged, and have been damaged, V, by the lockdowns. Absolutely. Considerably, IQ points among children have fallen drastically because of lockdowns. You know, and and this is what what happens when you have a country like that. We produce talent like this. Let me show you, Harley. This is the last bit. I have to. America's ruling class. Information laundering yeah, is, is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So, disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. Folks, that's your disinformation czar. 
how you hide a little hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine. Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain. They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet voice or vote. Oh. So this is the point of the show we're going to say we're kidding, we're making all of this up. It's not really happening in the country <laughs> you were born in, but it is happening. That's now a law enforcement official. It's also the person you just saw, an individual who brags about getting a master's degree from Georgetown University. In case you were wondering if the entire academic credentialing machine that sustains America's ruling class is in fact a joke. Spoiler alert, yes, it is a joke. Information. I can't, <laughs> I can't live here anymore. <laughs> I can't, Harley, I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> Harley, I'm praying for the asteroid to strike us now. <laughs> I, I think there are going to be more people walking away from that administration that even they can't stand it at this point. My God. I mean, Wayne Rack over here in our comment section said, imagine her and Harris on stage together. Oh, my God. A, a horrifying thing. <laughs> oh, I think I'd swallow my gun. I think that's, I'll eat my firearm at that point. <laughs> oh, my God. God help us. Harley, this is, we are living in a world where a psychopath like that runs going to be running the, the Ministry of Truth for yeah. the DHS. We have women who haven't even fired a water gun who are in charge of militaries as Secretary of Defenses in, Western, in the Western world. Yeah. This is insanity, man. Well, V, if, if people are looking for sanity, uh, my latest article is called Reality Strikes When Narratives yep. Collapse. The Economist, the London Economist, admits there's no global consensus against Russia. Uh, if people are interested in that, they can find it on my blog page over at the LaRoucheOrganization.com. Uh, it has some of the quotes I read earlier, but it also goes through this fairly extraordinary admission by the economist, which is the Rothschild mouthpiece, that the Russians are not isolated, but in fact, the West is the one that's not, that, that has no support. So uh, I'd urge people to take a look at that. And while you're over there, take a look at the daily updates I'm producing, which are, are starting to take off. We're beginning to get many, many more views. And I hope I hope it isn't shut down right now, but uh, people are taking notice. Absolutely. Harley, thank you so much for joining us. Again, it's been enlightening, folks. Get over to LaRoucheOrganization.com, TheLaRoucheOrganization.com, as well as ShillerInstitute.com, ShillerInstitute.com. Read the latest article from Harley Schreiner, Reality Strikes When Narratives Collapse. The Economist admits there is no global consensus against Russia. Read it, dissect it, absorb it. And my God, make preparations because this is not going to look, this is not getting better. No. <laughs> oh, man. Not for a little while, I think. No. It's, 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 it's going to come down to it, Harley. It's, it's, um, it's literally coming down to we live in their tyranny where we're all wound up in concentration camps and in gulags and dead and eating soylent green and high food prices tracked and, and and prodded like cattle and sheep all over the world, all over the country we go, or we establish our tyranny, which is free markets, uh, physical economy, and these kind of people with these ideologies get chased back into a dark closet from whence they came. But at least in our tyranny, they have the ability to live and earn a living. 
in their tyranny, none of us will. Well, the only problem they have is they might have to learn something if they're going to make a living. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I don't think the gender studies uh, professor has equipped them for that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think this woman uh, we just saw singing, maybe she can hire them to do pop critiques on TikTok. Unbelievable, man. This Harley, I, I'm pinching myself. Are we literally living through this in the West? Well, you know, a long time ago, <sighs> Lyndon LaRouche said, if we don't change, we're going to be in a dark age. And I think we've, we've pretty much entered into a dark age. But the problem is the uneducated think a dark age means that you never have daytime. So they're confused. Yep. Absolutely. And with that being said, folks, we're at the end of the show. Um, thank you all for listening in. Subscribe, like, comment, share. Enjoy your weekend. And again, check out Harley Schlanger over at LaRouchePack.com and SchillerInstitute.com. With that being said, we're over and out.